Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. This is 1039 LI News Radio. I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here with a wonderful actress and uh, a very, very talented lady. And this is a must. Midnight Mass is upon us, and it is a, a seven episode series on Netflix. And uh, uh, Kate is our, our very special guest. Uh, she is Kate Siegel. Uh, if you've ever seen uh, her act, you'll, you'll absolutely love her. But one of my favorite movies of all time is Hush. Uh, it just blew me away from uh, from the story to the acting to the directing. Uh, if you haven't seen Hush, you have to see that. And I know people are waiting to see uh, see a lot of uh, different things. But this is uh, this is a must. Hush is a must, but absolutely Midnight Mass is uh, is a must. It started screen, uh, streaming a couple of days ago. Kate, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Uh, give us a little rundown of Midnight Mass. It, it sounds great, and uh, we're going to encourage everybody to, uh, to watch this. Yeah, Midnight Mass is the perfect show for spooky season. It is about a small fishing community of about 127 people who live on an island. There is uh, a lot of commitment to the Catholic Church on that island, and at the beginning of the show, a new, young, charismatic priest comes to town, and Quite quickly, miracles begin to happen. But I can tell you this, and I don't want to give away any spoilers, that everything is not what it seems. Well, let me let me ask you this: as far as the approach, when you, when you're looking at, as an actress, you're looking at something that's a limited series. Uh, how much different is your approach uh, to to doing a, let's let's say a, a movie or a a longer? series is it much different knowing that you kind of it's it's a quicker climax and the arc is is much quicker is there a different approach or is it the same uh same mentality going into into something like midnight mass as as there was to hush or, or some of the other films well the thing they had in common is that both with hush and with midnight mass i had the full script so before we started shooting Midnight Mass, I had read episodes one through seven. So I was able to create the whole arc of my character, Aaron Green. And very similar with Hush, with the movie, you get the whole script ahead of time. So you can create the arc. It's in other types of episodic TV, like your Law and Order, like your Good Doctor, where you don't always know what's going to happen to your character by the end of the season or in season two, where you have to be a little bit less specific about where you're going. In, in many ways, Midnight Mass is blessed by timing. And it, why I say that is is maybe, you know, like 30 years ago, if it was uh, if it was on, it'd be a miniseries on on TV. And I don't know that there's a such thing as a as a uh, back then, at least a seven part miniseries roots or something like that might have been something like that. But uh, as you as we got into this, as we get into the Netflix and the Hulus and the really the modern age of, of movie making and filmmaking, TV making, uh, it, it gives a lot of room for something like Midnight Mass. And uh, you, you've got to be thrilled that, uh, the, the way things are going and especially for uh, something like this with Midnight Mass, which wouldn't have had a chance maybe 30 well, years ago. Yeah, I'm completely in debt to Netflix. I, I had, I'm so grateful for them because not only do they give storytellers the room to tell a story over seven episodes, they were the ones that thought Hush. 
And that changed my whole life. And so really my whole career is thanks to Netflix, who took a chance on younger and more unconventional storytellers. They're really, they're really focused on finding artists with something to say. And so Netflix, although it feels like a big conglomerate, I think of them as like my favorite sky daddy who kind of bestowed a career upon <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Hush blew me away, actually. I mean, you blew me away, but just everything, just how it unfolded, everything. Uh, it, it just, I, I just thought it was wonderful. And, and you're right. I mean, if, uh, if, not, for, if not for Netflix, uh, maybe a lot of storytellers don't get, that, uh, don't get that opportunity. Let me ask you this. Uh, the pandemic, uh, I guess it's still upon us, but at least we're making films and, and people are able to, to, to resume some kind of normalcy. Uh, how fluid is your schedule uh, in the upcoming, I guess for the rest of the year and the upcoming year? Is it rock solid or is it fluid because of uh, the, the circumstances outside, you know, medical circumstances and so forth? Mm-hmm. Well, I have, some, I have some projects lined up. I'm finishing up The Time Traveler's Wife for HBO, which is a reimagining of the book by Stephen Moffat, who did Doctor Who. And what's interesting now about scheduling is that all productions seem to have some um, padded time, which means if there's a shutdown or if there's a positive case and the production has to stop to isolate people for eight to ten days, it doesn't throw everything off kilter. They've added some extra room. And so I'm pretty booked up through uh, like spring of next year, but there's room within there to maneuver because everyone's keeping space available because of COVID. I, let's go back to Midnight Mass before we let you go. Um, give us, give us some of the other the cast members. It's, it's. I, you got to give a, a shout out to the casting people because it sounds like they did a terrific job. Oh my job. god! Let me tell you, you don't have to ask me twice to do that. I love these people. Hamish yeah. Linklater is doing career best work. He is absolutely mesmerizing. You cannot take your eyes off of him. Samantha Sloyan has created a villain for the ages. This is somebody that we're going to be talking about and hating and foaming at the mouth about for years. She's really got um, a very specific pinpoint point of view about this religious type of woman who's running the town behind the scenes. And then the sweet face of Zach Delford, who you all remember, is Matt Saracen from Friday Night Lights. He comes back, and he is this man who has been through so much. He and I in the show were childhood sweethearts, and we finally come back together on this island as adults. And there's a real kind of push-pull between them because they want to connect, but they've changed so much. It's a cast of career-best work, including um, the best work I've ever seen from Mike Flanagan, the director-creator, and Michael Simignari, who was the VP who shot the whole thing. That All of that is natural light, those beautiful landscapes you see, those sunrises, those sunsets. He, he captured them off the coast of Vancouver. So really, it's a lot of people doing the very best they can. Can you give us a website or a social media site where we could follow along with you? Yeah, you can find me um, at Kate Siegel Official on Instagram or at K8Siegel, S-I-E-G-E-L, on Twitter. Uh, Kate, congratulations not only on Midnight Mass, but uh, you, you put together a terrific body of work, and uh, not only uh, the the quantity, but the the quality is just absolutely terrific. Love to see you on the screen, whether it's the big screen, small screen, uh, what have you. Uh, you're absolutely terrific. We're absolutely thrilled to have you. Congratulations on Midnight Mass, and we'll be talking about it as we let you go. 
Bryce, thank you for letting me come on and chat. Kate Siegel, everyone, Midnight Mass, a seven-part series. It is a must-watch. I'll tell you what, the casting people did a wonderful job in this, and Kate Siegel is uh, terrific. Hush, by the way, is something that she co-wrote as well. It's it's disturbing, but it is a it is a very good watch if you get an uh, get an opportunity to see it. Uh, she's terrific, and uh, you know the directing's uh, wonderful. It, it just it, it rolls out very very nicely. Uh, you've seen her on a lot of things: The Haunting of uh, what is it? The Haunting of Hill House, right? Is that one? And uh, uh, let, let me let me get her list here. The Haunting of Hill House. That was followed up by The Haunting of Bly Manor. And, uh, you know, again, Hush, I, I keep pushing Hush because it's absolutely terrific. Um, let me see. Or, uh, uh, Ouija, Origin of Evil, uh, something else. I haven't seen that, uh, but, you know, it's in, you know, kind of sounds what it is, right? I mean, it's, it sounds dark. It sounds interesting. Um and uh, you know, of course, there's, uh, there's several, several movies along the way, and a lot of TV shows she's touched on. Uh, the Curse of the Black Dahlia, and uh, that was something uh, way back, and I, I think that kind of kicked off her career. But it wasn't, it wasn't until Hush where she really, uh, she really took off, and uh, you know, she uh, she made a big splash back in the uh, the late part of the decade, in uh, 2000s. Uh, at the, uh, at the, I think it was the Tribeca Film Festival, and she got a lot of attention, and she picked up a lot of work off of that. Uh, she was, uh, she's terrific. She's a, a terrific actress. Midnight Mass. It sounds, it sounds good. It sounds dark, and you know, the, when you talk about an island and a charismatic priest, I haven't seen it yet, but I'm going to watch it for sure. Uh, Midnight Mass is the name of it. It streams right now on Netflix. You could see it and check it out, and it'll be one of those shows you'll be able to see for a long time, because it's uh, it's it's Netflix, and uh, they will be pushing their own stuff. That's for sure. Uh, also, Hypnotic. She was terrific in that. I that I saw. That was with Jason O'Mara, um, and he was, he was very good in that. But, but Hypnotic was uh, it was great. Again, the latest is Midnight Mass, and Kate Siegel has been our very special guest, Frank McKay, signing off. We'll see you all next time on Breaking It Down.